Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. It is the instant match reaction. Uh, I'm Chris Pajak. That is the man, the legend, Mr. Paul Machen, commentator extraordinaire. <laughs> um, Liverpool just beaten Chelsea by two goals to nil. Mm. It was a cracking, cracking afternoon football for us, wasn't it? Um, loads and loads of things to talk about before we even get into thinking about the final word show, which will be out tomorrow on the RedmenTV.com for all of our Redmen Plus subscribers. Uh, but we're here to give us our instant match reaction. We're going to start off, Paul. Um, the big decision going into the game, and one we only found out about when the team came out, was that Fabinho was starting at centre-half. Now, we think it's because Joe Gomez has picked up some kind of injury. We've not actually heard any more why. Matip obviously doesn't make the subs bench eye there um it was a big test for Fabinho playing centre half today mm. how do you think he fared there was a moment early on and we were talking about it in commentary of like where are Chelsea going to target they're going to target Fabinho and because well, let's face it they're going to target the channel between Trent and Fabinho because that's where you have to target Liverpool that's where Leeds targeted and they got some joy out of Fabinho it Fabinho or not yeah exactly that's where you target because Trent is seen as the behind Trent is seen as the area that you want to get into in the pitch. And if you if you you know if there's an issue with the centre half, then maybe you can get a little bit closer to the line to the 18 yard box. And they did that early on. And there was one moment where they got uh, Timo Werner in behind, and he races away, and Fabinho looks like he's like a full stretch, and he just manages the situation like a well, like he would because if, if he was in that situation anyway, because he's a DM, he, he just. He handles the situation like a, like a guy who knows how to handle defensive situations. Shock, he's probably the best DM in the world on his day. Um, and that was that was about as hairy as it got for him, really. There was a couple of moments where, you know, again, he, he had to get a foot in, but I thought his all-round performance. We've had comments on the on the last show, on the on the on the, the, the reaction show, where people saying, Is he the best is he our second best centre back? He's played one like one game this season there. But on that, have the chat. Have the conversation. Why not? It's fun to have those, those kind of conversations because he didn't put a foot wrong all game long and he absolutely pocketed Timo Werner, whom we were all, let's be honest, you, me, everyone watching at home, we were bricking ourselves that he was going to do something against us today. Absolutely, and, and, and you can understand why. You know, he's a striker, he's playing his natural position. Fabinho is a great DM, but playing out of position. Now, the thing that sets Fabinho apart and gives him a good, solid foundation for being a centre-half, I think, and maybe... 
maybe he's a better tackler than both. Well, maybe he's a better tackler than Joe Gomez because he's absolutely brilliant without going to the ground quite often. Mm-hmm. Now he does. He's not blessed with the pace, the recovery pace of a Joe Gomez or anything. But his reading of the game's really good, yeah. and he's not slow. You know, he, when he gets moving, he he, st- he he picks up a pace, doesn't he? And he shows Timo Werner inside and takes the ball off him. I think he was probably talked through the game by Virgil Van Dijk, as every centre half would yeah. be in our back line. But really, really, really good performance by Fabinho. And as you say, it's exciting to talk about what can happen ahead of him because he's a great passer of the ball, better passer of the ball than Matip, better passer of the ball than, than Joe Gomez as well. Mm-hmm. But look, look well, just quickly before you move on from Fabinho, we had a super chat here from Weissach who says Fabinho, 10 out of 10. He completely shut down Werner uh, and he wants to hear our thoughts on Thiago. We've had a couple of Thiago super chats. Oh, which ones oh, we, talk oh, about oh, we will be talking we'll about Thiago. Thiago, don't you, don't you worry about that. Um, we're going to talk about the first half then, obviously. Um, Christensen gets sent off very late in the first half. But how did you think Liverpool played in that first 45 minutes? I thought we were fine. I think we were the better side. Again, one or two little moments. I mean, Timo Werner has that left-footed shot from the edge of the area, which is it just doesn't test. It doesn't worry Alisson. Alisson literally moves his arms out of the way because he knows it's going wide. And and I think because we naturally watch games on the edge and because of the Werner narrative, I was personally was far more... Uh, on edge about everything that Werner did and we get a laugh at your, your expense at the bit when he picked the ball up on the halfway line you went oh my god and then like three <laughs> seconds later it was a one on four and even Werner went actually no you're alright I, I don't want anything and that was that, at the time emotionally it was like <gasps> but it was never even close to close to being a moment uh, we were just we were we were fine we handled largely what they had to handle the one the one moment I thought where we caused ourselves a little bit of a problem was Bobby Firmino dropping into like, the left back position and just got swamped and lost possession, which led to them getting a cross in. He did um, that against Leeds, actually, and gives a, a free kick away on the edge of our area. Little soft, Leeds. little soft from Bobby, I think, trying maybe a touch too hard to impact the game. Um, whereas I, I just think he naturally impacted it more in the what, second half. What about half. moving forwards, then going and attacking Chelsea? Because obviously, I think I think at half time we created something like seven opportunities, seven chances, but I think we'd maybe got one or two on target at that point. We weren't really creating loads of good opportunities. Where we, what do you think that was down to? Was that down to Chelsea defending? Because they did set up to counter-attack us. Chelsea are, a, Chelsea are a good side. They're just really good at footy. They've got loads of really good That was the easiest game we've had against Chelsea in a year. Yeah, but again, we, they, they had 10 men for, for 45 minutes. Um, and then we brought on the best midfielder in the world to dominate the game, which helps. But I I, um, I think we'd have won. I think we were, we said this at half-time. I think we were going to make a... Ta- we'd have made a tactical shift. I don't think Henderson would have come off if he didn't have a knock. Um but I think we, we always naturally just tweak things, not in terms of personnel normally, normally just in terms of approach or what areas of the pitch we look to exploit. And I would have had a bank done us having a good 15 minutes after half time anyway. As it turns out, we changed, we took the captain off and we had to bring a brand new player on and we still were able to, to kind of do that. And again, obviously it's, it's 10 men, so you've got, but there's an added pressure with that. The onus becomes more and more Absolutely. on you to break And pressure down. on Thiago. Before we do talk about Thiago, and we will do, I promise you, I'm not just saving it till the end. For the yeah, algorithm. I mean, Tune in for the final words show for um, Thiago. But no, Christensen, the sending off. I mean, Frank Lampard's come out and basically said it was open to interpretation. Now, that is, to me, that is a manager admitting it was a sending off without being able to say the words because it was a full-on sending off. Yeah, it was. Um, look, I said to you at the time, I I could understand why. If he'd, if he'd given the yellow card, I wasn't like... 
remonstrating, even you know, even though it would have made no difference because I'm so far away from it. I me. did. Yeah, I, 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 I could have accepted it because you're right. You were like saying I didn't believe it was going to be a yellow card, and you were like you don't believe in the system, and that's right. I don't. I, I, I can understand why the referee in the heat of the moment would have seen the keeper as almost being a man sweeping up, but he's the goalkeeper. He's out of position. He can't. He's, he can't use his hands. So if if Sadio Mane just gets a, a touch on it, he's past him. He's, you know, either, he's either passed him or he's had a shot on goal, and and Kepa can't do anything about that. Or Kepa probably takes him out. You know what I mean? Just 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 as much. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a good chance. Actually. So this is it, isn't it? It's um, I yeah. It's a, it's a. I can understand. It's a red card, but particularly when you if see you it back. Having the choice, who would you rather have been sent off, Kepa or Christians? Christensen, absolutely. They'll <laughs> play with nine men now. Then at that point, they already does a ten men with Kepa in goal. Um, I love that. I said, in fact, it's, it's trending right now. Carrius is still trending. Allison's trending, but Carrius is trending as well because it was a. But to what I've got the LFC fans calling on Twitter, I genuinely think Carrius is a better keeper than Kepa. Just saying, like, like that's it. The the Carrius stuff has gone, has gone mad. But, but then obviously Klopp rolls the dice at halftime, Paul. So we'll move it on there. Yeah. And, and Thiago, like the face we saw it was just as we were getting back into our seats, we saw him with his pulling his shirt on on the telly, and like the the place just had a little. Uh, just a, a little electrical undercurrent or something. Everyone sort of geez, was like, Tiago, 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 Tiago. And then we didn't know who was coming on, uh, who was coming on for, but it's Jordan Henderson. And Klopp's come out after the game and said this, Paul. He's basically said it was the perfect time to bring him on because they went down to 10 men. Why did Jürgen say that? And why did Jürgen think that? He said, and, we, and to be fair to our credit, we said it at the time ourselves, is that because... He doesn't have to do the, the the deeper part of that role is your defensive responsibilities, and he didn't. And, and it's talent that he gives away a penalty, Thiago, which tells you a little bit about something. He was a little rash in the defensive side of things, more so than you sh- you can be playing for Liverpool. He actually had one where he, a little miscontrol and he dived in on one. And if he makes contact, he's definitely getting a yellow card. And it, you know they're, they're dodgy situations. The fact that Chelsea effectively gave up. Mm. You know, they, they had to get more men behind the ball. They had to be a bit more resolute. Um, meant that, yeah, Thiago just got to, got to come on and do the things that he the fun did. Stuff. That, exactly. Do the fun stuff. And yeah. it was so blindingly obvious within minutes of him coming on what type of a player Thiago is going to be for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is Liverpool have evolved every single season under Jürgen Klopp in some way. Yeah. Now, you can't always put your finger on it. It's just minor tactical tweaks here and there, but there's always an evolution of this side and we weren't last season to one that dominates possession but we were nowhere near as good as City at that mm-hmm. now the acquisition of Thiago you can already see that might be the difference for Liverpool because he comes on everyone's giving him the ball his hands are always pointing at his feet he's finding space he, he's he's playing passes out to lads he doesn't even need to turn around to see where Robbo and Sens are he knows where they are the player he's just got everything has he's a midfielder Does it, it, and I think it's backed up really well by Scott Hawks' super chat he says Thiago hit a perfect no-look crossfield ball to Robertson while at the same time giving Trent a bollocking for not pushing down the right <laughs> <laughs> to be actually sad, Thiago in 2018, and we've been keeping it quiet. What a weekend! Um, he's yeah, I and I said yeah, I, I 
I don't know. It's been a bit of a, a thing that's kind of crept up, and I, I want to say, like, you know, I've seen Jay Pearson getting a bit of stick for this, his whole, like, no, you didn't know, you don't know who Thiago is, blah blah blah. Comments. The point he was trying to make is around, like, we get wound up about players that don't play for Liverpool, and like it's the be all and end all or whatever. No, everyone knows how good Thiago is, but I think there's a world of difference between seeing him be good for another team and seeing him be good for our team. Yeah, because after a training session, no, we literally after one training session, he, um, yeah, it was just it was so much fun. We were laughing. We just and, and you know, and there's few players who make you laugh like Suarez used to do it in different ways. But he just came on and he literally like just set a line and that line was about 10, 15 yards into the Chelsea half and it was like the ball doesn't come past here. Every time we went into to them, they were heading it clear. It was breaking down. The keeper was just kicking stuff long and it was dropping inside their half and you ping it to Thiago again. And it's one of them where... You know, in some regards, it's a very steady performance. It, there's very, there's very safe elements around it, but he, he's just it's speed it, of thought, it's speed it's of movement. It's how fast he does yeah. things, isn't it? That's yeah. that, that's keeping the tempo high and keeping the other team on the back foot, and that's what he was able to do. But not only that, because I think he had a really good game. Obviously, penalty aside, couple of misplaced passes here and there, of course, but. It's the positives that you can take out of that performance, and there are plenty to talk about. But what do you think it did for the rest of the team? Because I, I, I thought there was a visible lift in everyone's performance. Yeah, I, I, it encourages people, and it, it's a mad analogy to use this, but um, Jack Wilshire went on loan to Roma, Bolton oh. um, <laughs> as a kid. And, I, and I, I'm trying to think, he would have been the manager at the time. It might have been Owen Coyle. And he said, and it, forgive me if it's not that manager, but he basically said, we were in the shit, and then we brought this lad in who just wanted the ball all the time, and he made everyone else on the pitch braver because he was prepared to receive the ball marked constantly. And it's not it's it's not an exact replica of that, but what it does when you've got someone who's brave in the ball, he, he does just encourage the other lads to be brave on the ball as well. Should they try passes? And I said, whether it's a direct impact of it, I don't know. But Trent tried a little clip ball around the sides instead of just moving it onto the wing as he would normally do. And it's not the direct move that leads to us having creating the goal or creating it the is. goal scoring opportunity. It's it's two or three, but it's like two passes before that. It's the ball to Firmino, Firmino to Salah, Salah to Firmino. Exactly. Firmino. What I mean is, it's not Firmino to Salah. It's but it's that ball. It's 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 the ball before the it ball. It enables everything else to happen in front exactly, of it. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things that he, he brings. And when Liverpool's issue sometimes when we're playing against low block sides, and Chelsea kind of became that as the game wore on because they had to to save themselves. It didn't work particularly. Although two 0 I guess they probably will feel that they did it some to some extent. Is that. It's very easy to get lost in the cycle of move the ball from left to right, keep possession where they're down. But every now and again, you need someone to just do something different, to try something, to have the bollocks, to be the guy who's not afraid to lose possession, mm-hmm. to make things happen. And I think Thiago, and it's, it's a very small sample size, by the way, but I, it looks like... So what? Exactly. It looks like he will be he will do that himself, but I, I think he will also raise the level. Because I've said this for years, you're only as good as your best player. And if he's our best passer, he's actually going to make other lads better passers for being around We could them. talk about him for an hour, and I'm sure we will tomorrow on the final word on the redmentv.com. Sign up to see that one. And if you're a YouTube member, club legend or club captain, you will get that tomorrow afternoon as well. Uh, so you feel free to sign that. You get the emojis as well on those levels, um, and which you can use in the comment sections right now. Keep your comments coming in, by the way. Um, we'll move it on then, because we're, we're, what, about 13 minutes into this show. We've not even mentioned probably the man of the match. 
Norwich. Um, the, the, the lad who scored two goals, Sadio Mane, says Fabregas actually after the game or during the game tweeted, Mane is the best player in the league. I mean, it was an incredible performance again from Sadio Mane, two goals on the day. Take, I mean, listen, take your pick between the forwards. Um, or I say the forwards, I mean the wingers, but like Mane and Salah were both brilliant today. Just that Mane was the one who got, got the just desserts. Salah got it last week. We're, we're incredible. We've got, we have got. If it's not Mane, it's Salah. I think you know, in terms of forward players, the best in the league by an absolute mile. Um, he was great in that. He, the stuff that he was doing there, that's not a striker's goal. Mm. The, the, the one where he's basically blocking the keeper down. That was we've been building to that all game, and he's part of that. Understanding the press, starting to wear Chelsea down, making them wary, making them second guess themselves, making them make mistakes, and it, it all leads. And Sadio Mane's all round performances, all round levels, gave Reece James a torrid time down the, down the side. Is he going to go left? Is he going to go right? Is he going to shoot? Is he going to cross? Is he going to lay it off? Because he can do everything. Because he can do absolutely everything. He was absolutely fantastic today, and it's almost a shame that he just doesn't get that one more opportunity. To try and bag a hat trick because you know people have gone hat trick. The Premier League's gone hat trick crazy on the first two game weeks. Um, it would have been nice to see him get one as well, but I, I can't disagree with uh, Fabrice. This week, Mane's the best player in the world. Next week, it'll be Salad again. Uh, and the best thing is they both play for us. And vice versa. Each week, change it, please. Keep that goal scoring um, chart on the go. Yeah. Um, so one other player I want to talk about quickly: um, Chelsea's goalkeeper. Uh, not that we're asked, like, uh, but is he good enough for? Nah, him? not good enough at all. Shame. Um, <laughs> Seventy-five million pounds, I think they paid for him. Uh, it's still the most expensive keeper. In the world. I believe that to be true. Yeah, oh. I, I, the, it goes to show. Yeah, flop. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It goes to show. Yeah, that it doesn't matter what money you spend on players. You've got to spend the right money on the right on the right players. And is Chelsea he the right the goalkeeper Chelsea. for that system? I don't Lampard know. system because Lampard didn't sign him because um, he can't save stuff and he can't pass and he can't. Well, it, it, it's a shame because I think it's. It should be all right. It happens with goalkeepers sometimes. Like Thibaut Courtois is thought of as not being a top tier goalkeeper. He was when he signed, when he well, say when he signed when he finally got his chance at Chelsea and had the loan the two year loan spell at Atletico. He was top draw. You can break goalkeepers. Yeah, like I, do, I actually think. Like, and United know that. hundred percent. It's like that we joked about the Jordan Pickford. You know, kept being the, the Spanish Jordan. I wasn't Pickford. joking. No, no, but we laughed. Like it was a joke. It's not. It's, it's funny true. because it's sometimes, true, yeah. sometimes the yeah humor comes from the real life, doesn't it? Um, but he's um, he's fucking terrible. And it was interesting that Fabrizio Romano tweeted about the his replacement being signed during the game. Um, yeah, wow. it got some traction on that one. So yeah, they won't be having Kepa, which is why we said this. Perfect time to play Chelsea. No crowd. Still bedding all these new players in. Still got the crap goalie in goal. Haven't got the new sense. The, the two of the new defenders aren't even on the pitch yet. Perfect time to play them. And Frank about just one last thing on the Lampard stuff, because you paraphrased it a little bit before. He said about the Christensen red card, not definitely a red. It has to be clear, because I'm not sure it was. It was one which I felt could be given or not. And then said, if we don't make that mistake for the second goal and you score the penalty, it's 1-1. Yeah. yeah and if, uh, what is it, if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. It's a, just a it's just a crock of shit, that Frank. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. yeah. Um, so as you say, tough away game, done and dusted. That will be a tough place to go, I reckon, towards the end of the season. So I'm glad we've got Stamford Bridge out the way. Mm-hmm. Three points, perfect result. Uh, debut for Thiago. Uh, Liverpool fans have had a fucking incredible weekend, mm, and hopefully, some uh, chairman of some other clubs with a bit of money to spend are seeing Carrius trending and thinking, oh wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's get him. Get him because he drives lots of social media. Everton might have, they're all over social media interaction. Getting Having loads of Instagram followers is clearly a metric. By Mr. Which Ancelotti, he's not signing him. <laughs> no. I love the fact that they call him Mr. Ancelotti, you know, and just, and just a level of respect for someone who's <laughs> just an absolute great in the, the game, anyway. isn't it? But there you go, that has been the instant match reaction. Thank you, everyone, for watching live, for leaving your thoughts and comments. Thank you to everybody who's watched the show today uh, in its various forms. And sorry about the player ratings. We'll be getting that back up and running properly next week uh, without all the technical issues hopefully if you do want that final word you can either sign up on the redmentv.com to redmentv plus it will give you access to all of our content or if you just want that and you want a little use of the emojis to use in chats and stuff like that you can become a redmen tv member as well club captain and club legends here get that final word show which will be out on youtube just for members tomorrow it's been an absolute pleasure liverpool joint top of the table six points out of six a great start, a start, and Tiago is a red. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.